Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Robinhood hit the stock market Thursday as one of the most anticipated and controversial initial public offerings of the year, priced at $38 a share at the market open. Though it was founded in 2013, the financial services company has grown rapidly. It now boasts the third largest number of funded accounts in the U.S., a little over 22 million, trailing only Fidelity and Charles Schwab, two institutional behemoths that have been around for decades. Robinhood's main product is an app designed to allow individual investors to buy and sell stocks without commissions or a financial broker. Robinhood also offers cryptocurrency trading and cash management accounts. The company is listed on the NASDAQ with the ticker Hood and plans to sell 55 million shares, with up to 35% of those shares reserved for Robinhood customers for purchase through its own app. The company is seeking to raise $2.3 billion with a valuation of $35 billion. The company's stated mission is to democratize finance for all. So far, it has successfully created an approachable, low-cost platform that has attracted a critical mass of new and young investors. The company's revenue grew to $959 million in 2020, a 245% increase year over year. Its first quarter earnings were $522 million, a 309% increase year over year. Amid its growth, Robinhood has been swept into controversy. On January 28th, Robinhood issued a statement saying it would not allow customers to buy stock in companies including GameStop, AMC Entertainment Holdings, Inc., and Nokia. The decision was made in response to heavy trading volumes stemming from coordination by members of a Reddit community, Wall Street Bets, which drove up the share price of these so-called meme stocks. The fallout, which was dramatic, severe, and multifaceted, included an emergency injection of capital into Robinhood, an arousal of interest from elected officials and federal agencies, and the fury of its customer base. The backlash also included nearly 50 lawsuits against the company, a significant risk that investors will continue to monitor. In June, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority fined Robinhood $57 million and ordered nearly $13 million in restitution to customers, the largest fine ever imposed by the regulatory organization. But controversy has swirled since Robinhood's founding. Critics have suggested that the platform's gamification represents a particular danger to the inexperienced traders that could make up a significant share of its user base. In 2020, a 20-year-old college student killed himself after he mistakenly believed he had lost more than $700,000 in trading losses on the app. Robinhood was specifically named in the suicide note. There's no denying that Robinhood is popular, but it's important to look beyond the headlines and hype when deciding whether to invest in a high-profile IPO. Speculation is a risky way to invest. Serious investors inspect a company's financial statements to understand its business model, opportunities, and vulnerabilities. Before going public, every company needs to file a registration statement, also known as an S-1, with the Securities and Exchange Commission. At the beginning of an S-1 statement, you'll find a prospectus and summary that provide information. The key items are a detailed company description, financial and operating history, products and services, primary markets, and competitor information. Reading a company's S-1 statement is a good way to learn about a company before investing. Here are a few things to scrutinize as you consider any investment. How long has the company been in business? Who runs the show? What's the market landscape? Who are the competitors? And what's the plan for growth and profitability? If you're sold on buying into the latest IPO but still concerned about the risk, there are a couple of ways to limit your exposure. You don't have to buy as soon as an IPO hits the market. In fact, nearly 50% of IPO shares decrease in the first 48 hours, according to NASDAQ, essentially narrowing the chances of early profitability down to a coin toss. Consider a wait-and-watch strategy and buy when the stock dips to maximize your initial earnings. 
Rather than buying individual company shares, you can also hedge your investment by buying shares of an exchange-traded fund that includes the stock you're eyeing. EFTs are a collection of investments that include stocks, bonds, and commodities. Their diversification comes with less risk than playing the odds with a single stock. Stock EFTs that target a single industry can provide investors with exposure to a combination of established companies and newcomer stock offerings. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.